Welcome to the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and I'm joined by my colleague and friend, Joseph Cockle. Hello, everybody. Hi, Joseph. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm, I'm all right, mate. It's, it's good getting into the swing of work and racing, looking good. Uh, Fabulous. What are we doing today? Uh, today, we are extremely lucky. Um, to be able to speak to someone fresh off the back of the reader race, uh, Mr. Two-time winner, Dustin Evans. And then we're going to talk about what we've done in the last couple of days. Awesome. My trip to Worksop, bit of racing MB. My trip to nowhere. Yeah, that's what I liked it. I just love it when they're all (laughs) about... I love these podcasts when they're all about me. All about you. Okay, so let's so see. Let's go and see if we can find Dustin. And I haven't mixed up the, the times again. No problemo. Okay, um, I think we found Dustin. Hi, Dustin. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you guys? I'm fine, um, but I've not been at the greatest race ever <laughs> uh, for the past weekend. Um, uh, have you fully recovered? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm doing all right. It's kind of been standard. I've been having, I've been getting sick all the time recently. I guess I go through phases and then, of course, I got sick again this weekend. So, yeah, trying to recover from that a bit. But other than that, doing pretty good. Okay, rest up, rest up. Um, <laughs> um, one of the things I think I want to start by saying is, when does your reedy race preparation start? I mean, I guess it's just with our schedules now in the race racing, I mean, it's just we're always racing. So I guess it's technically you're just always being prepared for the next race and everything like that. But I mean, I guess full on reedy race, probably I start getting my cars ready in December and all that. And I have a little bit of time at home. So I was just practicing a lot like that. And then I actually go to California a week early. My good friend, Cody Newmandal, who's actually an engineer and associated, lives there. So nice. I, I go out there for two weeks, essentially, and I bring my bike and practice out at OCRC, ride my bike, enjoy Southern California in January. Wow. Except for this year when I first showed up, of course, it was raining nonstop for three days straight. <laughs> Right, so does that just mean more practice? <laughs> yeah, well, it just meant I had nothing to do in the morning. We got to sit around because the track doesn't open till noon. So sat around and then we'd go to the track. <laughs> and and you were sitting there thinking I could be out on my bike. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I I, I quite love your pictures. Uh, you know, Dustin Evans on a bike on a mountain somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually with Cody. Yeah, we went mountain biking, so. Yeah, it's always good times. Got to have other things besides RC all the time to kind of bring some balance. Mm -hmm. So when did you um, um, meet up with the rest of the guys? When did the rest of the team associated team turn up? Yeah, it was kind of like, I mean, people were just kind of steadily flowing in. So I got in like Tuesday the week before and then OCRC was open that whole week and then they closed on Sunday to start the track build. Mm-hmm. I was there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think Yona Hotman came in on Friday from Finland. And then Spencer didn't come in from Arizona until Wednesday or whatever the week of Reedy Race and um, some of the other guys from 
different parts of the U.S. kind of all came in at different times. People go down to SDRC in San Diego and stuff like that. But, yeah, everyone kind of has their own time to come in, I guess, and do what they want to do. Okay. And but, then, uh, do... of, of, of course, this year you had a um, particular someone missing from the, uh, the AE lineup, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I guess a little, a little different with no Cavalry on the team this year. <laughs> Okay, did you all then have a new person to fight with to who gets the end table? No, I don't know. For some reason, since I've been on the team, Brent always gives me the freaking end spot with no one behind <laughs> me. I get the best pit spot every year. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so um, what was it like? Did you Was it um, just different from not being there? Did you have to fight Spencer Rivkin to be top dog physically, you know, threatening, that kind of thing? I mean, I guess it's like two years ago, there was a lot of big changes. I thought it was going to be different and him changing. I mean, obviously, he's not in our pit area talking setup and stuff like that. But I don't know. I guess change is kind of just just what happens. And I mean, he wasn't that far away from us. I thought it would feel a little bit different. But for me, I've only been at Associated, I guess, for two years. So it wasn't, I guess, as different for me as maybe for some other right. people that had been there for yeah. a long time because he's been with Associated for like 15 years. Yeah. So for me, I was used to not being in a pit area with him. And then I was with him for two years. And then now I'm not in the pit area with him. So, yeah, for me, it wasn't that different, I guess I could say. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely definitely was a change for sure. Okay. Way there, as far as I was good, there was no silly season involved with Dustin Evans. <laughs> no, absolutely nothing. I feel you... with the, the best companies in the business, and yeah, I'm ha- super happy to be with be with Associated Reedy Proline. And yeah, there was there was no thought in ever changing any of that up. So, see when so when I when I when I first started, I'll see maybe I think 14 years now. You were always, I think you were at TLR. Yes, have been for up until the point you changed. So it was, it was weird for me seeing a, a car change as well, for, for, from your perspective, anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was definitely kind of a crazy time for me too, whatever. But I said when when that opportunity came, I mean, TLR TLR gave me the opportunities to get where I kind of got today. But an associated talk with me, I mean, it was kind of I was ready for a change and. Um, I mean, obviously, Associated is arguably the best company to run for in the world, especially, I guess, if you're in the United States with the base there and just, uh-huh. yeah, everything with that. So, yeah, I definitely couldn't be more happy with running for Associated. Yeah, but Dustin, as we know, as we know, for everybody in RC, you know, changes can happen at any time. Yeah, no. You know, they, they just come straight out the blue. I'm I don't know. Maybe next year, if you want, we can make up some rumors about Dustin Evans moving, <laughs> just so you feel part of it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, any publicity is good publicity, they say, right? Yeah, so, so if that's okay with you, we'll do that <laughs> next year. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll make sure you, you know, you're you going to move to England uh, <laughs> and, run, and run a KO show like, I'm going to say, like all the best people do. Um, but, okay, uh, what, we have, what we haven't spoken about is we, we haven't spoken about the actual reading race. How do you think it went for you? Because, you know, defending champion, going back, you've got number one on your window. Yeah, I yeah. mean, of course, the goal is always to win. I mean, it's hard 
And then more or less, like, I want to just be able, I mean, it's your, your reading race can be over on day one. Like you can literally be out of contention on day one pretty easily. So Mm -hmm. I mean, this year I would say I was pretty quiet. I wasn't super fast. I wasn't, I mean, I was just kind of hanging right around there. I wound up being in contention pretty much all the way until halfway through Sunday. It was just kind of a mediocre weekend for me, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I was pretty fast, but I wasn't overly – I wasn't, like, super fast like last year. I was probably mm-hmm. the best in both classes all through practice and everything like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was kind of uneventful for me. It was kind of weird. I, I wasn't that great, and I didn't have any first lap chaos. I didn't have anyone take me out. I was pretty clean, and I don't know. I just kind of – yeah, it was – walking that line of getting some top threes i got a couple wins it was this year it was really difficult to get from the back to the front i i, think, I, 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 I was gonna say one of your races i think you did go from 10th to fourth yeah i mean i think last year so last year the layout was definitely more challenging with some big jumps out of corners and people making more mistakes it was definitely easier to get from the back to the front there wasn't that much chaos this year. And then, I mean, for for me, I felt like every time I started in the back, it was literally perfectly clean starts. And then you're rolling around eighth, ninth, or 10th or whatever for a few laps. And, I mean, it's, it was hard to pass. You could get by a couple people, someone make a mistake or something like that. But, I mean, as soon as a few people get away in the front, there was no way you were going to be able to catch, catch to get all the way to the front. So... Yeah, I mean, the race is always a challenge. I would have liked to have done better and be better. But, I mean, I would say this year was definitely the most stacked invite field down down the order. And, uh, yeah, it was challenging. I mean, to come away at the top five on a week that I felt I wasn't that great is still still pretty good. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that for maybe if it wasn't aware of the full result. You, you still came fifth. I know for you guys, that it's not, I'm not saying it's nothing, but you're always trying to win every race and every event. But you were fifth in the reedy race you know you are a two-time champion there's only there's only a handful of those isn't there yeah no absolutely i mean yeah it's definitely definitely one of the hardest races to, to win and that's like other times when i haven't had the best results or been like that it's like yeah i kind of felt like i say i had some bad luck or all that stuff but it's like yeah it was kind of weird this year i literally had never got taken out never got caught up in any first lap incidents and yeah i just kind of moved up a little bit or i mean i took advantage i only had because like how they set it up with all this stuff i mean it's you're supposed to be a certain amount of kind of front rows back rows middles but there's some draws that are slightly better than the others i had two front row starts all weekend i was able to win both of those which is pretty critical i mean those mm-hmm. are definitely the, the pressure rounds because anything can happen but you really have to take advantage of those so i was happy to take advantage of those and yeah it was it was tough there's nothing more to say <laughs> it's yeah. always hard but it's uh, definitely the most fun race to just the environment the event just all heads up racing it's it's pretty cool is it sort of a, a race format you'd you'd like to see more in place or um, I don't know if, I mean, I think there needs to be, I think it'd be cool to see a format where we race more, but maybe not like exactly like the Reedy race. Cause the Reedy, that's what makes the Reedy race, the Reedy race. So mm, try, yeah. I think if you try to duplicate that format more, it might take away and stuff like that. But 
I definitely think we need to do – I like the – like because that's what's awesome about the Reedy race. We don't get much practice. Three practice runs and we head straight into racing. I'm I'm definitely all for less practice and more racing. But, um, mm. yeah, I think trying to emulate the Reedy race format for all the races probably wouldn't go that good because then it would take away a little bit from this. But, yeah, I'm, I'm all for racing more and less, less qualifying. Okay. And you do um... – as our the the British view of the sort of American racing, you do a lot of classes. You know, I, I've seen, I've watched a lot of your sort of um, stadium truck rounds. Yeah. Um, through through the season, um, and you were, you did you actually go in as t- as top qualifier for that for the Reedy race this year? Did you get that for winning the last year, or was it sort of gained through the qualification process? Oh, the car number one. Yeah. Yeah, car number one is previous champion. Brilliant. So Tebow will be car number one next year. Yeah. So like oh, the wow. ranking on the order, it starts off with like how they rank it is like it starts off with previous Reedyways invite champions. So I'll essentially be number two next year, and then um, who won it the year before me? I think oh Cavalieri. So he'll be number yeah. three. So it kind of goes down that order is how how they rank the numbers that you get for the weekend or whatever. Oh, brilliant. Okay. And, and then um, OCRC has, it's, I mean, they have, it's, it's tough parking there. There's not much parking. That was one thing that's awesome is like they put parking spots up for sponsors and stuff. And then the, the previous champ gets a assigned parking spot right in the front. So I had that all weekend, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> there's, uh, a little, there's a bunch of little perks that go along with it that they do at the event. It's pretty awesome. Oh, brilliant. I, I thought it would be great if you just parked your bike there. <laughs> You could get somebody else to carry your stuff in and just, just park your bike in the TQ pit space. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. And, and you mentioned it just before. Um, you know, Obviously, both me and Joey wish that you'd have won. But if you didn't win, we probably would. We've just really enjoyed Jared's win there. Um, you know, he's never won it before. He's changed team and he goes out and just does really well and takes the win and you know it, it just looked amazing we the, the footage was on live rc uh and his interview afterwards where you oh sorry that was the point he, he thanked you in his post yeah did you help him out on his two-wheel drive yeah yeah because obviously once he went to techno or whatever i think he kind of has a deal with associated like associated supporting him just on the two-wheel side so yeah he'd been texting asking me a lot of stuff and kind of he started with the setup i'd been running and then in practice the track was pretty low grip and we changed some things so yeah he came over and kind of was leaning on me in terms of the the two-wheel stuff and everything like that so yeah i mean that's that's one thing that's nice about that, especially around the associated stuff. It's such a big team and such a good car. Everyone kind of has things figured out. So, I mean, for him to switch teams, he spent a lot of time running, obviously, the techno four-wheel. But, I mean, he was able to kind of, you know, lean on us and just put a setup on his two-wheel. And, I mean, obviously, we all know Jared was still a really good driver. And, yeah, it was definitely the best I've seen Jared drive in a long time. So, you know, so... Really, what you're saying is you shouldn't have helped him so well. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is I don't know. I think it's good karma. It's like if he hits on something at some point, I would hope he would give us that same information. So, yeah, um, but a, a very popular guy. We're um, really looking forward to um, seeing how he does this year. 
Yeah, for uh, sure. I think he'll do good. I mean, I kind of called it. I knew it was, he was really, really good in four-wheel, and he was one of the few that actually was able to. I mean, there's a little bit of carnage, and he was actually kind of able to drive from the back to the front quite a bit in four-wheel with some yeah. speed, and I think he had, you know, there's a few incidents where he's able to get around and make up some positions. So he had really good points after four-wheel with a lot of back starts, and then I saw he had three front-row starts in two-wheel. I mean, I I knew going into two-wheel, he was he was pretty much in the catbird seat. It was his race to lose. Right, right. And um, you mentioned it there. There's, there's been some chat um, – Talk about carnage, takeouts, corner cutting. Um, to me, I saw a lot of it, and I just thought it, it just made it better because we generally we don't, generally don't see you guys fighting it out as if you're in the bottom heat, you know, where every corner matters all the time. It was just so good to watch. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. There was a few. There's, I mean, I wasn't really involved in any super craziness. Uh, there was a few heats that were really crazy, especially early on in four wheel. How the event mm-hmm. seems to kind of go is, I mean, especially early on, everyone's in it to win it, and everyone's pretty aggressive and trying to fight for all the positions you can. But I mean, biggest thing you gotta you gotta take what you can get. Sometimes when you're in a pack and you're trying to pass someone, the last thing you want to do is like lose positions trying to make up a position. There's definitely some pretty aggressive racing, and I think it always starts off pretty aggressive because everyone has a chance. But then once it kind of unfolds a little bit and later into the rounds, and then you really kind of see who's the contenders and who's out of it, it's the people that aren't in contention are obviously trying to win what they can, but they're not going to race the points leader or someone that's battling for the win as hard as they maybe normally would have a little bit more respect starts getting shown as you get get further into the event. That's how I feel. It is gone and how people tend to race. But looking at as I sort of look back at your races through the event, I, I, you know, agree. You seem to have missed that bit completely. You know, you weren't involved, and then you seem to just sometimes just glide through the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what's your what's your um your plans now for the rest of the year? So. You, are you racing this weekend? Um, yeah, well, actually, so I have, like, a big race at my home track here in Colorado, which is the following weekend, but we put a new track in. So I'll be there club racing this weekend. Then I have that big race the following weekend. Um, and then I have uh, Desert Classic, which is down in Arizona, which was a big major race in the beginning of March. Um, yeah, I don't know, a I, lot of stuff. I don't, a lot of events get thrown in there or when and where we can but then obviously this year the world's year so i'll be going to slovakia for the warm-up race and which is end of may and then back there for the worlds in september so i mean yeah definitely with it being a world championships year that's definitely going to be the big focus for this year so um we had um the european championships last year in france where the world was supposed to be held yep um Brent, I believe, came over um, to sort of look after Neil and Yuna and I think just probably January just to spy on the uh, arena and stuff. Did did he um, comment back at all what, what his uh, thoughts were during the time before they changed the, the venue? Yeah, Brent said he thought it was fine. I mean, he thought it was a cool place. I mean, it's, yeah, it's 
it would have been fine to hold a Worlds. I don't know what all went on there or whatever, why they didn't want to do it. I heard some rumors. Brent thought it went pretty good, but I heard some rumors that just about some stuff that went on at the Euros. I don't know if you guys were there. Oh, I, I, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like kind of the track or facility, I mean, didn't want to take on everything. That's, that's what's so hard about a World Championships. It takes so yeah. much, like, volunteers and help and everything to put on a really awesome event so I mean, yeah i mean have... brent was brent thought it was going to be good i mean from everything i heard is they kind of selected the wrong tire for the euros like that was the tire that i guess works there in the winter time not so much of the summer but i think i think it's more as well because we don't use uh, we don't use additive and stuff yeah so i think it, that it was along that line as well if we didn't have anything to maybe help the tires it was but who, who am I? I'm just a, an average Joe, is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's I mean, that's what's also uh, the clay compound tires love additive. Mm. <laughs> that makes a big difference. But it's also very hard to please. But they, I know that they did it kind of how they did the worlds in China, where your tires, you never saw your tires. You glued them; they were intact, and you put them on your car before you went out. I think that's the only way to police not using additive. Well, yeah, they, they, they had the they had a similar sort of. Um, thing whilst we was in France, we we kind of bought them. We took them out of a box that had been hiding in the background all day. So, okay. So, uh, you you said you're going to the hoodie, the world warm up. Yes. Is that something that you were picked for, or did you stick your hands up and go, "I want to go, I want to go"? No, I think Associated just always pretty much will take this. Make they don't take everyone to the warm up race. They'll take some of the top drivers. I've been pretty sure for us this year. Well, from the U.S., it's going to be me and Spencer and Brent. And then, um, from what I understand, it's going to be Yona and Neil because I mean it's in Europe. And then also Davide Ongaro. Mm-hmm. And is so is that something you're you're really looking to get some information on? Yeah, I mean, I know there's obviously a lot of controversy people saying, like, because for me, the world's warm-ups I have, been, sometimes warm-up races aren't beneficial, but for me, well, the first Worlds I went to was in Finland, and I went to the warm-up race, and I was terrible. That was the first time I actually raced on, like, carpet jumps and stuff like that. And I didn't even, I was in the B main at the warm-up race, but I learned so much, and then I came back and got fourth at the Worlds in Finland, and like that was the most beneficial warm up race for me ever. If I didn't go to the warm up race, I don't think I would have done very good at Worlds. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think some of the warm up races can be beneficial. Hopefully, this one will be. You know, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, it's it's X ray. It's at the hoodie arena. You're going to go to the warm up race, and then when you come back from the Worlds, they're going to make it something completely different." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, it, it is what it is. It's always beneficial to kind of go to the place, just get a feeling for everything. And um, yeah, I mean, it, from what the world's warm ups I've gone to before have definitely been beneficial. Okay, have you have you been over to Europe to race? Other than yeah. what uh, you've done, some worlds. Yeah, I've done. I actually did a bunch of the EOS stuff when it first started out when TLR was the sponsor. So like 2012 and 2013, I did the majority of the EOS races. Like the the very first EOS was like a pilot race that when that was in 2011, we did it in like southern Sweden on some clay track. And then I, I went to quite a few of the EOSs in 2012 and 2013, all on carpet. All right. 
my memory's not that good, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that was kind of when the EOS was, you know, first coming about. Scotty growing, and obviously it was nothing to the level it is now. But I mean, that's what Scotty's good at starting those series and growing them into the premier series. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm lucky enough to. Uh, I think I'm down to go to the Hoodie Arena in a couple of weeks' time now. So, we're, oh, we're, we're, nice. but we won't be taking it seriously as you, I don't think. <laughs> for sure yeah i'm pretty excited to see the hoodie arena too i've i've heard nothing but praise about that place so that's that's one thing for sure people are always like oh it's gonna be at the hoodie arena and i said well they have the money the resources and yes. everything to make it an awesome world the event is gonna be top notch there's no doubt about it which that it's gonna be good yeah i think the i went last year it was minus 15 outside oh gosh but but we were still wearing shorts and t-shirts inside. <laughs> nice. Because it's still lovely and warm. It's, it is a, a beautiful place. Uh, yeah. As you say, it, it's all there. It, it's really good. Um, I look forward to all those things. Um, so um, everyone will just kill me if I don't ask, is there a new four-wheel drive coming? Um, I can't really say a whole lot. I mean, it's <laughs> that'll do, Dustin. To be honest, mate, yet. that'll do. <laughs> the current four wheel's been out for two years. We're always working on stuff, so I mean, yeah, the imagination can let can let loose on that one for sure. Okay, brilliant. Thank you very much. That's great. <laughs> uh, um, do you know um, we'll we'll let you go on that. Thanks, uh, Dustin. Uh, we'll let you go because it, we don't want to take too much of your time now because we'd just love to. Get uh, speak to you again, maybe before you go to the worlds. See yeah, how absolutely. your preps go. That um, that would be great. Um, thanks for your time. Well Thank done, you guys Max. very much. Enjoy being on. So, yep, have a good one. We will do. Cheers, Dusty. Cheers. You Thank need you to press the much. button. Yep. Cheers, Thank mate. Thank you. Bye. You know, great to have someone who's come straight from the Reedy race and chat to us about his. Um, weekend. Thank you very much, Dustin, um, for coming on and just being a, an overall, overall star. Well done. Can't get much better than that, can you? No, you can't. Straight so, from the horse's mouth. Straight from the horse's mouth. Well done. So, did you race anywhere, Jerry? Uh, no, I had a weekend off again. Okay. Um, no, what about you? I um, I probably had a, an action-packed week, really. Oh. I managed to go to MB Models on Wednesday. And that was just a really good, I think it's one of their club nights, really good. You know, three rounds in the final on their indoor thing. It's all set up, bit of practice beforehand. Is that you also know. where you ran yellow and white wheels together as a combination? Yeah, that would be it, yeah. Oh, dear. What's hey, that? Have you not learned? Yellow and white wheels don't go together. You got one or the other. Yeah, but I found I bought some old wheels off Tony Parr. Um and they were the best set of cactus I had. Okay, fair enough. Oh, I've got a set of white cactuses here somewhere. Yeah, well I've, I've now got white cactus, but I thought yeah. for practice they'll be fine. I you know, that's the least of my worries, mate, having different <laughs> wheels. Um there was a uh, a white car in my heat as well, so it, it did help. Um, but, you know, that was great, really good. Uh, bumped into Johnny Skidmore straight away, you know, super fast at MB. And I think I was joking with him, saying, well, if you're any good on this car, you'd be no good at work, so. 
Um, and then on Sunday, I, I went to work so. Um I've never been before. Have you been, Joey? Uh, I've been to Workshop, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed myself, apart from having... This was just before they brought out this new honeycomb tire, and I had to um, trim off thousands and thousands of mini pins. Okay, yeah, that I, I probably wouldn't have gone then. That's probably why I didn't go. But now, obviously, everyone knows they've got these honeycomb tires. They just came out the packet. I just glued them on. They were fine. Everyone ran them. You know, Worksop managed to tech 150-odd pairs of tyres. So everyone uses one a set. I can't see why we can... Other people can't do that. Maybe we should be looking at... Southport should be looking to do that next indoors. If we change surface, maybe we could do something similar. Um, tech our tyres. I've never been. It's a, it's a strange venue. You know, hidden away. You'd never go past it. Some sort of working man bowling club, if you remember it. But mm. nice big room, lovely and warm. Opens nice and early. Bit of practice. I'm sure people have seen the pictures. I think it's on our advert picture. They had built, they'd spent three hours on the Saturday building a 35-foot-long rhythm section with the biggest middle jump I've ever seen indoors. And it just shows you how good they are doing the job. The down ramp was 20 foot long. You know, it was just, it was just perfect. That, um, that rhythm section looked pretty good. Mate, it was awesome. It was, you could do it by rolling it. That was what, that's what made it so good. You could, you know, even idiots like me at the first time, what's up? could just like roll every so often or, Oh, I've got a good line. I'll jump and then jump. It was, it was easy to do. So but if the quick guys wanted to do it, they could get over and if they nailed it right, they could just speed off the end of it. Um, to be honest, you know, and this is my issue, you know, I had more trouble at the end of the straight. I'm used mm. to, you know, carpet astro. And as I get to the end of this, just before you get to the end of the straight, you let off and you turn right. Well, if you did that, it works off. As far as I'm concerned, the car just went straight. <laughs> just, just, just never moved. Um, I think when I was speaking to people, they did say one of the things they all, everyone loves about being at workshop is even when you think you've got a, a setup set settled down, if they change the track a different way, if they have a slow track or a, a fast track, then your setup really changes. Now, yeah. I don't know what might change too, because Nick Caro just took my car away. You know, Carlos, you know, had to concentrate his time on the fast lads. You know, Thompson and Snee, and I, I would say Matt Moore, but, you know, he just didn't decide to enter the competition till the fourth round. Um, but Nick Caro took my car away, did loads of changes, links. I loved, I loved the fact he did actually take shims off the back and put them on the front. That was great. Uh, and it was a lot better for rounds two and three. But every so often, I just get too excited at the end of the straight. And, not, and I know it's me saying this, like, but... I'd have to let off like with about three quarters of the way down the straight, wait for the car to sit there and then just sort of coax it in. Mm. And if you got it right, it was fine. It went round. But if you didn't, my nat- the issue was my natural reaction was to just tap the brake. Well, you know, if I've done it wrong, I thought, oh, you know I'll just tap the brake and it'll just pull it in a bit more. But as soon as you did that, the back end just went, no, we'll have none of that. I think obviously my, my brakes were up too high. I just tapped the brake. And it just slide off into the corner. 
Um, but, you know, I think in the fourth round and the final, at least got it right in my own head. To be honest, I didn't drive too well, but it was really good, mate. It's a, it's a really good surface. It is like driving... Better guys will say this better, but it's just like driving in the wet. You know, it's fun. The, you know, the only thing that's bad about driving in the wet is your car gets dirty. Well, yeah, this is true. It's, it's quite nice when you see these quick guys, not me, you know, just, you know, quick flick around the corner and off they go again. Um, so the meat went well, the food was ace, the tires worked out the thing, loads of people up. I always know it's a good meeting when there's never an empty Marshall point. Do you know, there was always people there from whoever runs it standing in and making sure there wasn't an empty Marshall point. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. The, work, the workshop crew do a, do a good job in making sure everything runs on time and pretty smooth. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I think even at, and one of the other ones is, you know, we all know Muzz can run, run that meeting, but I think he did it like a tiny little issue just before, like just before one of the A finals. But there was just no, mm. there was just no panic. He just went, hang on. Everybody sit there and wait. And we all just sat there and waited. Uh, obviously, I was watching in the phone, but it, it was really good. It was great to be, you know, there's a load of Kyosho at uh, Workshop. Um, so it was great to be with all those guys, you know, having a laugh and a joke and watching the quick guys go round. Um, Johnny Skidmore, you know, I think TQ and Warm two and four wheel drive so clearly you can drive on workshop and on carpet um, and he's a really nice lad and um, a good laugh to to, to to chat to at the pits um, and it was good and just for, for to keep everything constant I actually travelled with Mark Anthony Jones oh turtleneck turtleneck so I had like two hours in the car there and a night over with Mark Anthony Jones so he took me for Nando's Oh, cheeky Nando's. We had a cheeky Nando's, mate, which is, as an old 40-year-old man, I, I don't often do. I, what, go cheeky Nando's? Yeah, I was like the oldest person in there by about 30 years. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on, so you have to you have to sit, stand there and wait for a table and then go, oh, mate, I, I didn't even understand Nando's. Oh, that's, that, that happens in a lot of places, though. Not, not in the places I eat, mate. Not in the places I eat. They either put it through the window and say, have a nice day, or they at least let me sit down. But workshop was great. I had a great time. Um, I, it, the, the dates tend to clash with Southport, mate. So I can't, uh, I don't think I'll get there again this season. Mm. But I think everyone should definitely have a go. Um, it's really different. Oh, yeah. it's, it's well worth the, the, the trip up or the trip down, depending on where you are geographically. And for you, I can't believe you don't go, mate, because you, I know you say you don't like indoors, but workshop's the least indoors indoors I've ever seen. No, I'm, well, yeah, I know. Well, again, mate, like I said, when Dustin was on, you know, you never know what's going to happen next. True. Anything could happen. Anything you think is a constant in your life and then just changes. You know, no rhyme, no reason. But um, uh, what I will do is I will say goodbye first tonight. Is that okay? Goodbye first tonight. Yeah, that's what I'll say. 
Um, so, and I, you know, I, I thank my sponsors enough, so I won't do that. What I'll do is I'll just thank um, all the guys who have been racing this weekend, everyone at MB and Worksoft, all the guys I bumped into, you know, Paul Brooks, Nick Caro, Carlos, um, you know, the Halls. I, I, I always wanted to go have a chat with uh, Ed Callan, but I, I think I spoke to him about 10 seconds. So, that, that, that's, that's why I'm going to say thanks to you tonight, mate. It was just to say thanks to all those lovely races I met this week. Awesome. Okay. Mm. Night, mate. Thanks for your time. Thanks, buddy. Cheers, mate. Bye now. See you later.